Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans. We're back with another rodeo episode. We're finally back. Like we talked about in the in the, in the sports episode 33 we just released, we were kicked out of the house. We're in Big Country Garage instead of Big Country <laughs> Studio. Guys. Yeah, but the garage is decked out well. It's got uh, yeah. Old Glory right here. Go Cougs! It says, "Welcome, rodeo fans." Nice big Ram poster. I don't know want to. I don't want to know how you got that. Um, uh, my wife. I'm not going to throw her under the bus anymore, but she got it somehow. She was a rodeo. She rodeo college. Yeah, you know, she right? rodeo. She uh, still she does for the for the rodeo fans that know the Nibo family from the west side. The reason we got booted out here is because other rooms got turned into a nursery. So that's right. Baby Sorensen will be coming on her here way. November fourth. So that's right. Yeah, but we got to talk about our sponsor of the rodeo episode. I know someone in this in this studio garage is going to be smiling about this, but McGregor Company. And I'll tell you what, we just finished first cutting. Uh, my Timothy, he last from last year's field, way more hay in the barn than last year. I, I didn't sit down and figure out the numbers yet, but my yields were up. The alfalfa field I planted this year, oh my god, it kicked ass. I shouldn't cuss on the podcast, but it kicked. Who cares? Ass. It's our podcast. That's right. We can do what we want. <laughs> so give them a call. Hit them up. Uh, great stuff. You know, the, the nice thing about McGregor Company is they have the research and development staff to get you where you need to be. And it's not just, you know, maybe in the Palouse or other parts of the country. It's here in the Valley. So shout out to McGregor Company. Thank you for sponsoring us. And, John, I know that's been slow sports, but if we, I turn on the Cowboy Channel, there is the red zone of rodeo. Have you seen that? Yes. It was awesome. It's not just, you know, it goes back and forth with all the world champions in different parts yep. of the country and the rodeos that are going on right now. Yep. And I thought that was phenomenal. So give them a check out. Hey, maybe we'll get them on as a sponsor one of these days. Huh? Maybe. So Cowboy That's Channel, a plug. listening, give us a call. We don't have a phone number yet, but we'll figure it out. So. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter or <laughs> yeah. Facebook or all Instagram, whatever. Yeah. We are open yeah. to DMs. So well, let's bring on. We got a couple guests here from the Ellensburg Rodeo Board. One's a returner, friend of the podcast, Kerry Cliff. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. For Brian Tordoski, hey. board member. Thank you for joining us today. You found the, you found the driveway? Yep, we did. If Kerry couldn't find it, I should slap him. No, we're good. <laughs> we're like neighbors. That's right. That's right. Literally <laughs> neighbors. Mm-hmm. So, but guys, you know, Ellensburg Rodeo Board, I know that we have, this is going to be a good topic. I know a lot of local people are going to be interested in what we're talking today. Unfortunately, uh, we got the news, I believe, last week that it was canceled. Not for the effort of trying. You guys did everything you could, I know, for a fact, and uh We'll get into it, but you know what? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome Thank to the you. club. Yeah, excited. I always wanted to know what Big Country Studios looked like, and now I see the garage version. It's uh, <laughs> this is high end. This is what I call the, I guess, the Taj Mahal yeah. of Kittitas Valley <laughs> talk show radio. Exactly. Is this kind of the Taj Mahal? It kind is. Kind of the top, you know top shelf. Crap. Now yeah. we're gonna have like a sign that says Taj Mahal, <laughs> Big Country Studios. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. love it. Yeah. We'll go to the Big Country Wood Shop, whittle something up. Uh, <laughs> it's what happens when you give a baseball coach who has a little bit of turf left over. That's right. I noticed the turf yeah. here. We this got turf good. here. You know, there's a seam right here. I remember watching Kurt Warner blow his knee out in the kingdom yeah. on one of them seams. I think that might be might be That's the, the seam, seam right there. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. if you want to see some, you know. This must have McGregor fertilizer. It's all green still inside, <laughs> inside the garage. That <laughs> Through winter. Um, that's why you got to check them out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know our dartboard games in here are a little more intense. All right, you got to work tough for the knees and the bumps. <laughs> but guys, uh, you know we got a lot to cover here and, and a lot to uh, uncover in the rodeo aspect of things. Well, you know I'm going to say it right now. You know we, we already the news is out, and if you haven't heard it, you've been living under a rock. Uh, I guess the the, the spin I'm going to put on this is we're pausing things, but the Ellensburg Rodeo is very much alive and well. Can you agree 100%. with that? Yep. Yes. Amen, brother. Yep. We're, we're not going away. That's good. <laughs> That's good. So, you know, obviously the news is not what we wanted to hear, but like you're saying in the intro country that uh, it wasn't due to a lack of effort and nobody ever, I don't think anybody ever questioned that. Um, what has the last four months been like? I mean, it's already busy no matter what. Sure. But the last four months is nothing that anybody expected 12 months ago. No. It's been really difficult to... You know, when you look into that crystal ball and try to figure out the future, the unknown is what causes all that angst and that challenge. We we knew come, you know, April, let's say, when the NCAA tournament canceled and dominoes started to fall a little bit. And, of course, we had Rodeo Houston and, yep. and the whole kind of PRCA season hit the pause button. We thought, okay, we're on the phone with PRCA. Give us the intel. What's going on? What do you guys know? And, you know, the thought at that time was, 
hey, you know, we'll, we'll be back for the 4th of July. We'll be back for the summer run. You know, yeah, the spring California run, unfortunately, Red Bluff, Clovis, all those guys probably going to miss him this year. But we're going we're gonna to be ready. We'll be back. We'll do what we got to do. But rodeo is going to be back come 4th of July, and we'll be back in our summer run. And then certainly by Labor Day, the 4th, the, you know, the, the Northwest run will be live and well. So that was kind of the, the mindset we went into the spring with. And then it started to unravel a little bit from there, right? Yeah. I really thought that this was going to be a two-week thing. I, I really did. I thought we so were going to be playing I. for a state title come come. Yeah. May. Yeah. I was like, okay, guys, we're going to have this yeah. month of quarantine. Right. Mm-hmm. Stay ready. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I was actually calculating, uh, was it every three weeks between phases? I'm like, oh, you know, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be mid-July. And, yeah. You know, all is, right. all is good. And then, you know, the rules were kind of changing in there and yeah. still changing. And I think that was really kind of the the, the major, you know, the, the challenge that we were up against is it seemed like every day or at least every week, the rules, the landscape was different. And through nobody's fault, but just trying to get our arms around and grasp the problem, how do we ge- deal with the risks, how do we, you know, adjust the program, constantly changing. And so as we got deeper into the spring and it became clear, it became much clear that rodeo wasn't going to happen in through a lot of the summer the, the reality was for us wow we got to get real serious about whether we can put on a rodeo or not and of course we've been engaging in our local health de- department and then of course the folks in olympia to better understand okay what are the rules what are the challenges what do we have to do and we started to put together a number of plans you know i know carrie on the on the concert side and those kinds of things we had a number of plans and scenarios that we put together and then just kind of started to see how things played out from there so that's a little bit about the, the, the background of the process going into it. And then, unfortunately, we kind of came to a place where we had to make a real tough call here in the last week or so. Well, and the listeners need to know, the Ellensburg Rodeo is not put together in the month of August. Right. <laughs> I mean, talk about that. Like, how much planning? Okay, what week do you get off is, is the uh, right question, we, I feel like. We don't. Yeah. So, you know, literally, Rodeo Weekend, we're meeting with people to plan for the next year. And, uh, you know, quite a bit of a, what we do – happens in vegas too you know we're you're talking to a lot of people but we're planning a year ahead we're, we're planning right now for a hundredth mm-hmm. right in 2023 you know and uh there's things we're working on ahead and then this kind of put a little pause in you know the cause but uh mm-hmm. you know there there's just a there's it's a year-round thing it's uh obviously all volunteer and the amount of hours, uh, you, I don't even know. And th- this year is uh, we've we've had more w- hours wrapped up than ever. I can tell you, the last three months we were yeah. meeting every week uh, through Zoom and all those funny little videos. But yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't want to really see President Doolin in a Zoom anymore. But you know, <laughs> right. but uh, yeah. you know. Uh, we got to the point where we needed to meet face to face because there was a lot of stuff going on, and uh, you know we we just there are a lot of decisions that needed to be made. Yep. So, you know, Eric, to your point, you know that the rodeo is all about our community. That's a core part of our mission and why we exist. And how we got to where we are today is because of the generations that came before us to build this great thing we call the Ellensburg Rodeo. And, yes, we do need a lot of community members to volunteer and help us put this on. And Carrie and I and Top Hands and Posse members and a whole bevy of people volunteer. But behind all that is an actual real business with real dollars and cents and real budgets. And so when I talked about some of those scenarios before, that's really what we were looking at is, okay, how many fans can we allow to be in the stands? How many tickets can we sell? Okay, less Less butts in the seats, less eyeballs, the less sponsors, the less food and beverage that we sell. And it's kind of a domino effect from a profit and loss standpoint. Now, that doesn't drive every last little decision we make, but we can't be blind to the reality. We were staring down $500,000, dollars $800,000 losses, depending on which scenario played out. And while we have a little bit of a rainy day fund, the reality is it didn't make any sense to to put together a plan where we're going to lose that kind of money. Mm-hmm. We've got to make decisions that not only allow us to enjoy the rodeo this year, but next year, and even beyond that, Cora, Cora's kids, my mm. granddaughter, your kids, the next generation, right. we're just the current day custodians of this thing called the rodeo. We need to make sure that we're looking at the long-term advantage for the rodeo and every decision we make. And that, 
ultimately came down to why we decided, you know what, this year we just can't do her. So I don't want to say that made the decision easier, but knowing that you have next year, next decade, next hopefully century to to plan for, Mm -hmm. um, did that make the decision to cancel, pause, postpone any easier knowing that this was one year out of many, many years? I mean, is there any... It was gut-wrenching. Yeah, I mean, so... And I already knew the, I don't even know why I asked the question (laughs) because I already knew that answer, but does it, I mean, for me, when, when the announcement came out and I watched that video like three times in a row, um, on Facebook, uh, I mean that, that cut a little deep. Mm -hmm. And then two, I was just thinking, I think 2021 Ellensburg better just explode and it already explodes anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. But Man, I to try to find the silver lining. I was thinking twenty twenty one better set just records of Everything. volunteerism, right. commitment, tickets. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe that's too soon to tell. I don't. Yeah, I would. You know, we we had a lot of support. You know, tr- with the efforts that we were trying to have it this year. There's like you know people from other areas and. The, Brian and I became friends of another mm-hmm. rodeo committee. So we're, we'll come up and support you and uh, if, if rodeo happens. And uh, so that we knew if we could make it happen, people would come. You know, like Field of Dreams. Yeah. Right. You build yeah. it, they will come. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, it, it, I, I, there was no, there never a doubt on that part. And people, people would be there. And, you know, respectfully, people that, you know, worry about things in the world, they would stay home, but. There were there was people that were wanting to come, but mm-hmm. so we had to make that hard decision, and uh, in amongst that. But I'm I'm thinking this next one. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of family traditions mm-hmm. that are being changed, you know. And the, of this is their vacation time, right. and uh, everybody's coming to the Ellensburg to to go to the parade. Yeah, I you, know, you you see that lineup of people all the way down Main Street. You know, that sense of community and that support that Carrie is referring to, it it was loud and clear even in this very difficult process. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to give some extra kudos to our our county partners, the event center staff, the commissioners and and related staff. They went above and beyond to partner with us, communicate with us, lend a support helping hand wherever they possibly could to to give us every opportunity to put on the rodeo. We met with the fair board executive team several times and – while mostly the fair operates mostly independently of the rodeo and vice versa, we knew these were circumstances where we had to put our heads together, so we, we supported each other as best we could in that. The PRCA uh, worked with us for the last month or so on the call, you know, on calls with them regularly about, hey, here's what we're struggling with. This is what we can do. Can you help us here? Can you help us there? And even even financially, they were willing to bring their pocketbook to the table too to, to just to put on the great uh, Ellensburg Rodeo. They really, really think highly of what we do every Labor Day weekend, and they didn't want to see it go away. So right. the support came not only here in the Valley for sure, but it came from all over to try to put this thing on. And it just, you know. So I know you guys have a lot of partnerships and communication, obviously with, with other circuit rodeos and stuff like that, but just rodeos all over the place. I know you guys have been – to Calgary before. I know you guys have been to Cheyenne and, yeah. and, and, uh, the, the, you mentioned the California run rodeos earlier. So, uh, I mean, talking with, uh, the PRCA, talking with our local partners, county commissioners and stuff, but were there other, um, other committees either around the Northwest, or around the nation that yeah. said, Hey, check this out. This is going to surprise you, or you got to be prepared for this. And this is what derailed us or something. Yeah. Without a doubt, you know, and particularly today's day and age with technology, texting, and kind of back-channel communication, you know, nothing necessarily formal in that regard, but, you know, conversations, texts, you name it, Facebook messages, you know, from, again, your network of friends that you build in the cross-this-rodeo industry. And so, I mean, the second, I mean, the way I found Houston went, uh, was was, uh, shut down, was a buddy of mine at Red Bluff called me. And he's on the rodeo board in Red Bluff. And here he was in the middle of Northern California on a a March 8th day or whatever that was. And he calls me, and I'm like, he never calls me. (laughs) We text all the time. He never calls me. I'm like, I better answer. I better answer. He's like, Brian, never believe what happened. But that kind of communication is, you know, throughout, 
throughout, just constant. You know, even even yesterday, texting with our friends in Lewiston. They haven't made a decision yet. They're working through it just like we were. And communication, sharing ideas and mm-hmm. sharing struggles. Just more of a camaraderie and a brotherhood mm-hmm. than, than really any answers per se. Let's be right. honest, right? We're all struggling with what's the right answer. But, right. but you know, that brotherhood, that connectedness was really powerful, I thought. So I think that's the kind of the positive spin of, like what I was saying, hopefully Ellensburg 2021 just – blows up more than it already does but uh i mean you kind of really learn who your friends are and who's oh, yeah. in the trenches with you kind of thing and so from a from a camaraderie brotherhood from a friendship from a, like a true friend um kind of makes it swell up with pride knowing that people got your back yeah. yeah there's a lot there's a lot of them i think uh the the group down in sisters and saint paul and yeah. and uh lewiston walla walla uh, moses lake Cheyenne, I mean, they, these guys, Pendleton, mm-hmm. they all support us in Denver. I mean, we can go off, but you, you talk about rodeos we make connections with. You know, those are guys, you know, we became friends with. Yep. And they, they you know, with us going down there and supporting their community, they come up here. You know, I don't, I don't think a lot of people know that, you know, that, mm-hmm. I mean, sisters brought up, uh, was it 12 or 13 people last year? Mm-hmm. They came in these monstrous buses which was really hard to find a, par- a place <laughs> right. to park them. But that's good that they brought <laughs> fans, you, you know? know. You know, it, it, you know, so like Sisters Oregon guys are coming up, and, and uh, there's a little entourage that follows them to be with our group. And uh, that, that's what it's about, you know, that, that brotherhood and camaraderie that, you know, that Brian's talked about. Exactly. I think that's a big thing I saw with Paige and her rodeo and stuff, and it's the contestants are a family. The, oh, man. Obviously, yeah. the rodeo boards are definitely... Yeah, look, look at Trevor Brazil. You know, a guy that, you know, if, if you're a com- you're, you're a competitor, you're an athlete. You know, you you, you view everybody as a as a as competition. Right. I want to go beat them. You view what what Trevor's done with Tough Cooper, and mm-hmm. he's he's been a mentor at that same time as he's a competitor. Mm-hmm. You don't see that. You know, right. you don't see right. the, you know, yeah. baseball, you know, sports. I mean, they're, uh, you know, football, that, that I mean, the rodeo has got to be the most family oriented. I'm like, we're, you're, when you're rooting for the next guy to beat you, you look at the right boys. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you got a whole family. Okay. I'm winning X amount of dollars, but I'm rooting for the, the yeah. next right. I want my brother and, to do it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or my and uncle like, or my cousin. You, yeah. You name one other sport that's that way. I've had that thought many times thinking the only time I root for another baseball team is when I need them to, lo- to lose or win <laughs> yeah. so I can get to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a that. selfish rooting. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. And then like watching the NFR and you're seeing guys helping other guys out stand in the box. It's cool. Like, it's awesome. it's very cool. Oh, th- and they're sharing horses in a lot right. of instances. I mean, these guys. They're comparing you, notes mm-hmm. and scouting reports. Right? Yeah. Common across, mm-hmm. but they have rodeo scouting yeah. reports. Right. They oh, yeah. freely share. I had that. Yeah. yeah, I had that calf in Moses Lake exactly. the, the, hey. two months ago. All right, what well, happened to Kenneth for that? number 38? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, Cody O's got to stay. Call Cody. He's got to read <laughs> yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. One, of, one of the things I like to watch uh, either in Owensburg or when I'm watching FR or on TV or something on – regular network or cowboy channel is i love like uh, uh specifically like shane hanchy pulling bull ropes right. after yeah. the cow rope or after yeah. the calf rope yeah. what the heck right right mm-hmm. or you know we talk about the wright brothers or you know mm-hmm. so we're we're gonna talk about um uh spencer in bull riding and and the entire behind the shoots and the nfr is all the dang wright brothers and stuff like that i know oh, yeah i right. just I just absolutely love that. But, uh, you know, you talk about, like, the family aspect or camaraderie aspect of it. Um, you know, I make uh, no secret to the fact that my wife and I plan more around Labor Day than we do <laughs> any holiday. And for my family that might listen to it, yes, we plan Labor Day weekend way more diligently than we plan traveling to my family's house for Christmas. And it's that's just – that's our Christmas. Um I love holidays with the family, and the family sometimes comes to see us in Labor Day. Yep. Um, but it is. I mean, we... we um, We're the same way. My brother, he's an NBA basketball referee. Lives in Phoenix. Yeah. As you can imagine, he's on the road constantly, right? From October 1st to April 15th. Or right. Or the playoffs. He's three or four cities a different a week. I never see him. Right. Every Labor Day, he comes to town. Nice. Comes to the Ellensburg Rodeo. Yep. So, you know, I mean, just... That our family's the same way, right? It's all about 
getting together as a family over Labor Day, and that's just that's part of the emotional part that, to be honest, I'm still not quite over. Right. You know. Well, we had that talk the other night. Of there's a picture every year I've been alive, I've been at the fair and rodeo no, because no. my sisters were. There's a picture of me in a crib <laughs> in the tack room because my sisters were showing 4-H stuff. Yeah. Yep. And we had that conversation, like my wife and I, what are we going to do? Yeah, what do we do? I guess people go camping that weekend? I don't know. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I guess. What are you guys going to do? Because I don't know what I'm going to do. I have, like, tentative plans. And and some, (laughs) like, the the really emotional guy in me says, I can't be here. I mean, I don't want to be too, like, dramatic, but I'm like, do I even want to be here? I know it's without rodeo for us is I'm, we're not going to shut the swather down. We're going to keep bailing hay. <laughs> yeah. Working the whole weekend now, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. But what are you guys going to do, or is it too soon to tell? Yeah, we're brewing on a, some unofficial plans, and yeah. we'll just kind of see how it plays out. Right. But yeah, so I think we'll be together. We'll, we'll be connected there. Yeah. There might be a horse that goes down Main Street. Still, I'm not sure. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> There's underground everything, underground rodeo. I'm just putting it out. I think, you know, I think you guys know me well enough. I know that, that silver can uh, is what's going to be. There, there's, uh, we, we just can't sit there and watch. There, oh, yeah. There's no. something going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, it's. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I look at it to, to go off of both what we've all said of the community aspect. I, I worry about, uh, you know, m- Maybe they're a sponsor, maybe they're not, but they're definitely a part of the rodeo in terms of the income or revenue that they gen- they generate during Labor Day weekend. And Labor Day weekend to me is, you know, two or three weeks before to, you know, a few <laughs> yeah. days after oh, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, I, I worry about that aspect of, of the people who rely on those big windfall kind of weekends, like the Jazz in the Valleys, like the... Um, you know, CW graduation, like the Ellensburg Rodeo, obviously. So, yeah. um, Well, and the bummer part of it is, is that we, we could go to a Cougar football game this year, but it might be canceled too. Right. So who knows? It's just yeah. such yeah. a weird time we're living in. Yeah. So let's talk about a few things that, you know, there's lots of plans and what goes on in the rodeo and, and potentially rolling things over. Is it true, the rumor I'm hearing, the new – Concert is going to be John Gouda and the Cow Pie Kickers. His <laughs> <laughs> new band. He started up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I play bass. Yeah. yeah, John, if we can make this happen, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I'll start with behind the shoots. Right? I don't want the you know, main stage. So I, you know what I'm thinking? So next year, Friday night, Friday night, Hollywood Don Yates is oh. our headliner. How about you open for Hollywood? You Don know, Yates. I have been accused yeah. of having a voice. It's yeah. a mix of uh, way. Yeah, uh, way and Jesus, right there. I still really think Jesus and Fergie, but wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's a play off of that. Okay, now, is your that. music career going to last longer than your bull riding career? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to say yes because I can. I can't carry a tune, but I can sing a verse or two. And unfortunately, uh, yeah. if the verse is more than 0. 0.3 seconds, then yes, it's okay. going to last All longer. Right. Good. You know, well, yeah. looking forward to you it. You know, John. Actually, everybody knows. The verse to friends in low places. You can you can crank that oh, one, and you would it have, all on my roots. You did <laughs> put it in your boots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think a '90s cover band just started. You know, Brian. <laughs> that's a uh, somebody get the knife out of my back because <laughs> Brian really crossed the line right there. So uh, open it for Hollywood Don Yates. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that's another well, point. Yeah. You know, the well, the, this goes with your bull riding thing. So we've got you know a bullfighter that's. <laughs> Turned into a singer. I'm going to so, crash and burn so in the arena. Yeah, Hollywood Don Yates. Yeah, if you want, if you like me crashing and burning in the arena, I'll crash and burn on the stage. You know? <laughs> Love it. Love My it. fee is going to be low. Oh, yeah, right. No, we're just keep the that. beer coming. Oh, yeah. so. Okay, absolutely. But, we can, we can make but that that's happen. another thing. Is you know, uh, you know, Matt Webb's uh, Cowboy Cross. Right. You know, that mm-hmm. got uh, put on hold for the year, and and yeah. uh, you know, I don't want to be doom and gloom because again. Bears and Bronx, I think. Also. Bears and Bronx is, I don't know if they've, if Daniel is officially, I think he's still trying for September. I don't know. He's still trying, know. but. It, well, yeah, we'll we, we actually yeah. are trying to get him on the podcast as well. But, you know, but the, I guess, again, the silver lining, I'm, I'm a broken record here repeating the same thing. The silver lining is 2021, right. you know, 2022. 100 years in 2023. So. Yep. Isn't that nuts? We'll be 100 years old. It's crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine what this town's gonna do in 2023? Well, I hope, I hope, yeah. and I hope 2021 is a is kind of gives us a, a glimpse of what 2023 is gonna be like oh, in terms yeah. of the pizzazz, in terms of right. uh, the buzz, I guess, leading up to it. So don't um, sleep. 
But I think, (laughs) you know, you're talking about when I was asking, what are you guys going to do during Labor Day? And you're like, ah, it hasn't hit me yet. Or or I think the wave of realizations is going to hit me when there was no, uh, what I call the Oregon trifecta, St. Paul, Malala, and Eugene. I was like, wow, that kind of, that kind of hit a little different when there was, uh, Hermiston to me kind of starts the Northwest run and I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, wow, that's going to be a little different. And, uh. So I don't know. I, I I'll get waves of of realizations here pretty, yeah. uh, pretty consistently. But yeah. um, this time of year, the the rodeo circuit kind of drives our calendar, right? That's kind of how we're wired. Yep. And so, mm-hmm. we, you know, we can close our eyes and tell you within two days on any given year what date OMAC's going to be, or yep. Hermiston, or you know Clovis, or anybody. Right? We're just kind of wired that way. And yeah. with all that going away, you kind of lose your footing, you lose your grounding just a little right. bit, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, we're bigger people than that, but still, it's just. Uh, that's that you feel a little bit lost that way right 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 i mean omac every time i go to omac it's like 450 degrees <laughs> out and i'm really gonna miss 450 degree weather <laughs> and uh but uh what what's your favorite rodeo outside of here that you uh you've been to you know um i can honestly everyone has i i'm not dodging the question but I can honestly say everyone has a special meaning to me. So mm-hmm. we always go to Last Stand in Cooley City because that's the very first rodeo oh, I ever okay. went to. Yep. Um, and that's easy to get to. Yep. Um, you get to see a lot of, like, small-town local guys. Um, I like I like OMAC. The suicide race gets it, and I, mm-hmm. I jokingly complain about the, the heat, but I love, I love heat. Yep. Um, and OMAC's easy to get to. I tell you what, um, Caldwell. Um, Civvies the, and Rowdies. What's that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those those guys are crazy. I remember we went there on a whim five or six years ago, and uh, this is when Hadley Barrett was still still alive, and him and Randy had the crowd in the palm of their hand. I mean, it was it was amazing. That was an incredible rodeo. Incredible. Um, At Pendleton was just just the fact that I. They have a rodeo? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when you, when you go to Pendleton, it's like you're walking in, into the into 1910, I you think, know, is the, when the, they... The part of Pendleton that I really appreciate, and it's how the downtown yep. absorbs yep. everything. Yep. The, whole, yeah. the whole adventure. Yep. And it is an adventure. It's like you, you start there and you end there. Can how that lost. happened. Kind yeah, of get lost you know, somehow. Well, it, I, I appreciate that. that the, they've done very well. I've been to Pendleton a couple of times, and the very first time I went there, I remember I had to. I went there as press, and I had to sign a waiver. And I'm like, well, Ellensburg doesn't make me do that, <laughs> or maybe they do, and I just don't realize it. But and uh, but that was because you know, uh, you know, they you're in the arena, and every year somebody gets hurt or has to pulls a hamstring running away from somebody. I was like, Oh, I get it. So, um, you know, I, I love Malala. Malala to me is like a, like really like a, a, such a backyard rodeo community feel. Um, St. Paul gets a lot of attention because it's so I've, I've spent, Five minutes not answering your question. I I just I no. just love rodeo. I, I mean, to me, mm-hmm. and I say it every year when we. I say it every year when I'm writing my rodeo columns leading up to Ellensburg, or when we're doing the um, the the pageant, the banquet, the coronation in January for the Royal Court. Is I I really do think the reason why Ellensburg shines so well is that you're it's old school mentality, but keeping with the trends, and it's just. It's just amazing, and I'm not telling you guys what you want to hear, but no. it's just—I mean, I'm, well, I acknowledge my bias, but Ellensburg is just—that's incredible. where you get your ideas, you know. And I, this is my ninth year on the board, and every year that I've been on the board, I wanted to go a different rodeo right. that I haven't been to 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 gather some ideas and and friendship, you know. And honestly, was it five years ago went to sisters and uh, developed some friendships and connections to those yep. folks. And it's another uh, great rodeo. Yeah. Awesome rodeo. And th- th- that's what, like this year, you know, we had some plans to hit, you got to hit one different rodeo every mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And uh, to go support them. And I'm like, okay, we we're the, the little time clickers yep. ticking here. I'm like, what, what's left? And, uh, you know, every year we, you know, Brian, I've been to, to Cheyenne and Calgary and some other, other things to, get ideas every rodeo you get that that idea 
you know, of uh, the Nile in Montana. Yep. You know, we, that's how we learned the Patriot Night. You know, we saw that and felt that emotion of mm-hmm. that night. I'm like, wow, we need to bring that to Ellensburg. So that, that's how that's all developed. Can we talk about the now really quick? I'm going to take a, a no, quick no. Uh, right. sidebar here. Um, I That's believe a, 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 good, a good buddy of ours, um, I believe his name is JJ, right? discussed showing that was, ah, at that the was Nile. And, and, rumor. and uh, I, I mean, there was pictures and everything that we were displaying. That was I was going to bring that up. Uh, this is your opportunity for, you know, JJ. To defend your honor, him. maybe. JJ, I hope you're listening. Did, you know, you know well, he lost a show for you. But. I actually kind of <laughs> forgot about that, but you know, how can you forget about it? Because yeah. it is burned you in know, JJ's so, mind. So, so you know, JJ did a very good job. You know, he needs to step up his game just a tish. But you know, <laughs> but at, at some point, I think he, he'll learn. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm a good coach. I think, I think he's, a, you know, he'll he'll learn at some point. So you're saying if his rodeo clown career. Yeah, Peter's out. You know, I, I'd bring him on the L show crew. You know, okay. he he's got some potential. You know, yeah. he had he had the passion, but you know his he just you know his abilities were well, there, but he just the direction was a little. Actually, off. I I actually appreciate JJ's effort there because you know because of the <laughs> because of the loss that the, that Kerry had to take that bull value dropped about fifteen no. grand, right? And so I was able to swoop in and buy that bull for a heck of a lot cheaper, right? So, that's right. All right. Yeah. You know that was a classic. <laughs> yeah, if people would have saw that behind the scenes, oh, I bet. <laughs> he he uh, he described it very well. Like oh, he yeah. really really thought that. Uh, I oh, mean, you had him going for a while. You know, I you know we we went for probably eight or nine months, or maybe more than that. The uh, you know he thought he lost the the whole Supreme <laughs> uh, Bull Championship because of his showing abilities. Unbeknownst to him, it was already selected before I <laughs> yeah. threw a halter in his hand, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, he uh phenomenal guy and there there's another guy that's, you know, I'm going to miss here on Labor Day. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, we we might need to just go down there and and go to Wall Wall and just harass him. You know, you know I know I, where he lives. I tell you, I tell you what, if if uh if we can figure out a way to convince Justin and JD to come up and yeah. just announce or give commentary to me mowing my lawn they would make it oh, educational man. entertaining and mm. hilarious oh, and those yeah. two guys can do it oh, jj yeah. if you're listening there's a recliner here that's yeah oh yeah, yeah. jj's house in yeah. studio <laughs> but you know it's, well, it's, it's interesting you mentioned justin even as well right he's in oklahoma and you guys mentioned the cowboy channel here a few minutes ago right. and justin obviously is playing a very prominent role there yep been staying in connection with with justin and he kind of potentially had a feel for what was happening when I texted him last week because we wanted him some help on him, the voiceover of the video that you guys saw. Right. He wasn't real happy replying to the text because right. he didn't want to do the job, right? And he had confided in us, and I think he made it a little bit public on one of his more recent social media messages that, you know, doing that and then listening to that video, he he, he dropped a few tears. I mean, it's, he's a professional. He does rodeo every day, and yet not being able to come to Ellensburg this year was – Emotional for him as well. Right. Well, I think there's a lot to be said about, you know, when the opening ceremonies are going on mm. and he's talking. That adds the extra element mm. that brings a tear to your eye. Yeah. Well, he, he brings it in. He has a way of, yeah. uh, with his voice, he can control the voice of bring it in. Even when he did on the video. Yep. You know, right. you know, he brought y'all in and we talked about the parade and yeah. and everything. And then on the end, watch him back. I mean, mm-hmm. right on the end, you know. He, right. He, he has a way of controlling with this voice, which is, uh, uh, it's great. Yeah. Right. What, yeah. what a great partner. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And it just goes to show the world-class organization that oh, yeah. you guys put on because the people you guys are able to have. 100%. It's about the team, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We yeah. are we are truly dealing with athletes. Yeah. Just in a, you know, no different than what you're dealing with in, you know, football, baseball, or basketball. We're we are dealing with athletes and, right. uh, you know, the aspect of, you know, if, from our sound guy to, air, to everything, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're doing with a, we're look at our our bullfighters. They're the you know the best athletes in the world right now. They're the ones that are at NFR. You, know, yep, you just right. go down the list. We have the, the, the biggest and best athletes in the U.S. Mm-hmm. here in Ellensburg. So talk about the the Cowboy Channel. You guys were going to be on that. Is that going to be something that carries over? Yeah, I believe so. We've got a uh, three-year contract that we signed. Sweet. We have to sort out how that rolls forward. But, yeah, right. I mean, we're, for, for sure we've got them. We're on the docket for next year as well. Awesome. And it's a brand-new thing the PRCA is doing, you know, to get that uh, ex- increased uh, coverage on a, on a very regular basis, so almost nightly now. They've got yeah. 
to the degree they have live content, they're carrying it and doing, like you said, the red zone kind of a concept. Yeah. But they were eager to come to Ellensburg. They were, um, they were again at the table, like, hey, how can we help? We want to make sure that that uh, it still happens in Ellensburg. So they're they're a great partner. Give us great visibility, and again, having Justin and good relationships with that with those folks, that they're, they're eager to cover everything we do with it with Ellensburg. They're really excited about being here when they can get here. I know that a lot of locals probably are with all the garbage that's on TV. That's that's a really good channel when there's nothing on that we can go to now. Yeah, and I was obviously wasn't going to watch the Ellensburg Rodeo on TV. We were going to be there, but I would have recorded it. Yeah. Oh, it definitely. Been awesome to go back and you know. It's a good. Per- it's a different perspective. So right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good to watch. Um, can so we talk about another thing? Yes. Oh, I interrupted you. Yeah, it happens a lot in this episode. But it's okay. I'll forgive you. You can come back <laughs> in. I didn't lock you out when you just left. So no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys, we can't wait for the blooper reel to come out of this one. Anyway, uh, the, the we concert. have a good editor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can edit Some that farmer out. Some farmer guy <laughs> that somewhat knows tech. But he does a good job, though. All right. <laughs> uh, but the concert, though, it is rolling over to without the cow yep. pie kickers. Yep. You know, so uh, David Lee Murphy uh, agreed to come back in 2021, which is uh, really great. And uh, it's well received by us here. And you know, what a good guy. I don't know if you know, but a song he wrote that's uh, Kenny Chesney is uh, performing right now just hit number one. So, yeah. I mean, not. And, you know, I, a lot of people need to look up David Lee Murphy and mm-hmm. look at what not only what he's sung, but what he's wrote. And so, I mean, you go down the line with Kenny Chesney and Jason Aldean, yeah. and uh, these songs are phenomenal. Jason L. Er, and so David Lee will be able to perform those because he kept the rights. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though it's Kenny's or Jason's or whatnot, right. they'll be played. So, along with that, we never had the opportunity with all everything that was going on, right? To announce our uh, opening act. So first here, folks. So, you know, everybody's ag- agreed to be on board in 2021, which is you know, kudos to these guys. There was no well, I want more money or, you know, anything like that. They were they were supporting of Ellensburg Rodeo and uh what our goals are and and uh, Chance McKinney is going to be our opening act. He has played here before, you know, behind the shoes oh, yeah. two, two yeah. or three times. And, uh, you know, we back, I don't know, seven or eight years ago when I was in charge of the behind the shoots, I saw a chance at a WSU football game. Go Kooks. Go Kooks. That's right. Over in the field house. And he was playing in the field house. And this guy had this unraged amount of energy. And I'm just watching him. Did this you was, know him at the time? No. Didn't you know who he was? Didn't, I wasn't even in charge of uh, – bands for behind shoots at the time i just saw this guy and i'm like man guy, this is like a garth brooks on steroids and uh so and we you know became a charge of behind shoots and i'm like wait i and i kind of remember chance and found who that was that played at the field house at wazoo and got him to to come to behind the shoots and at that time you know he played a lot of cover songs but he had a lot of his own which is his goal, which is every entertainer's goal. Right. So a lot of people that, you know, they want to go behind the shoots, they want to hear a cover song, something they recognize. And Chance pushed that uh, limit a bit of I'm going to play half covers, half of my own, and which I respected because a lot of his own songs were very good and songs he wrote himself. And so he's been kind of moving up the, you know, the step in a sense. And just a very good entertainer and – uh he had asked me prior to uh, when we well actually when we when we started uh, with Ned Ledoux, he goes I want I want to be in the arena at some point. <laughs> he said that he, he, he said made it that. clear he made that clear and just how things worked out with opening acts and whatnot and and I said you know this is this is the year and I called him I said Chance uh, I got we got Dave Lee Murphy on and I, I want you to open and he goes I'm on it. And so, you know, I mean, he, he just is a static, obviously, uh, you know, he's wanting to come this year, but uh, he's willing to come back next year. But very good guy. Got a lot of really good songs coming up and uh, it, a lot of energy. So it's going to be fun to bring him on and then David Lee with all his uh, hits from 
Eight Seconds. I mean, does everybody right. remember the movie Eight Seconds oh, yeah. about rodeo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, the, the soundtrack him. was David That's Lee him. Murphy. Right. Yeah. That is David Lee Murphy. People don't know that, yeah. you know. And this well, we guy, saw him in Vegas this year. Oh, right? He's we, head and shoulders yeah. above everybody else on the Fremont Strip, right? Yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, Brian and I went and we actually visually saw his performance on Fremont. And, uh, I mean, he what a phenomenal entertainer. And uh, so you're, you're bringing some of that. You know, old country and then the new right. country also, you know, oh. aspect. And, you know, there might be some surprises for in, in there. <laughs> hey. So, yeah. Uh, I love it. I love and, how you just you know, put that in there. Yep. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of fun stuff. <clears throat> That's how we roll, right? <laughs> what, uh, let's keep on a positive note. Um, I can say this uh, from a local level and I can say this on a national level, but from a from a Hall of Fame perspective, um, you know, the Hall of Fame opened its doors uh, over the weekend. And, and uh, obviously, from a national perspective, Ellensburg is a Hall of Fame member as well. Yes, that was really exciting to get that phone call this spring. You know, kind of in the throes of the COVID thing, uh, to get that call from Colorado Springs and to say, hey, we'd like to welcome you into the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame was, A, obviously very exciting but also very humbling. And at least speaking for myself, I really think the honor has very little to do with the current day rodeo board or the current rodeo. It has everything to do with our almost 100-year history and the many, many generations of this valley and the families, the board members, the volunteers that have put blood, sweat, and tears into building this great thing we call the Ellensburg Rodeo. To me, it's... It's all about that heritage and that lineage. And again, almost nothing to do with me or Carrie or the current board. We are just thankful and fortunate to be in the right place at the right time to, to receive the award. Long but it past has due. Everything to do with people in this valley. And that's, yeah. We're just super excited about that. Right. So, is there going to be a, at some point, hopefully, a ceremony of some sort? Yeah. They, like everything else, have had to reschedule. <laughs> right. Just recently announced it, I believe. Right. Yeah. So the day after we announced yeah. it. It's typically the first Saturday of August. And uh, what they've decided is to basically roll everything forward a year. So they're going to not have a 2021 class. They're going to honor the 2020 class in August of 2021. So, uh, knock on wood, everything right. is rocking and rolling by then. Uh, would love to have as many people from the Valley that want to make the trek to Colorado Springs that first Saturday in August of 2021. It's uh, going to be a glorious day. We've had a lot of committee men of the year. Is there four? Three. Three. We've had jo- uh, Joel and Steve and, and Ken. And Ken McCray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, we've had three <coughs> committee men of the year from uh, locally. And, you know, I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I hope they're in, planning on the trip because it's uh, well-deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's a phenomenal class, too. I mean, it's just stacked with talent, you know, right. whether it's big names like Cody Ole, down to Martha Josie, right? Folks know her for, yep. for multiple generations of excellence on yep. the barrel racing side, uh, to uh, uh, a longtime uh, official, Butch Kirby, which was just at our rodeo officiating here yep. this last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, uh, the animal athlete, uh, Calgary, um, Graded Coconut, I think it was, or – uh, uh, it was Calgary Bronc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's terrible. I forgot the name. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, all of those are going into the class with us. So it's it's really exciting to be recognized among you know kind of the rodeos elite. And right. we're, we're really proud of that. And and we do you know, everything we do is about not only embracing and supporting our community so we can have a major celebration, but also to to attract the greatness, right? To attract the top talent up and down um, North America to the best contracts, uh, you know, everything. Mm. We want to be just about excellence and the best. And while we always fall short, to be honest, we're always trying to find how do we improve, but it is that spirit of excellence is what really, I think, attracts people to Ellensburg on Labor Day. Well, and that, I guess I think back to the sports side of things and, and like even the farming side of things, that if you're not learning and trying to get better, yeah. you're going to get left behind. Right. And you, you do see that with the Ellensburg Rodeo that they are right. working to get better each and every time and, and every chance they can. Awesome. What I, so learning? I, I jokingly say steal ideas and stuff like that, but um, you go to rodeos one from the camaraderie aspect of it, sure. one from the friendship aspect, from the fan aspect. But it, can you 
do you learn a lot from other rodeos by talking to other committees or do you see them in action? I mean, when you go to a, a, a sister's or if you're taking a contingent to mm-hmm. a St. Paul or one of the 4th of July rodeos or, or mm-hmm. a Pendleton or a Lewiston, what do you, what do you see? I mean, every rodeo has got their own little thing. They, they got their own little niche, right? Yeah. Um, and so some of it would work in Ellensburg and some of it sure. never would. Yeah. Um, is it nice to see, like, oh, wow, that's a different perspective? Or? Yeah. It, you know, it's it's across the board. There's a lot to learn from everybody. You know, there's lots of layers to a rodeo. So a lot of times I'll be there looking at, well, how do they structure their slack? Right. And a lot of people that aren't familiar with rodeo don't even know what slack is. But th- right. those are things we're looking at and figuring out, hey, how do they optimize that? How do they recruit volunteers? How do they uh organize um their their sponsorship program right those are vital critical things how's their uh bear hall laid out right i mean just it sounds like simple things but we have to operate within our constraints but it's always nice to see how creative other people get with what they do and their constraints and so some of those ideas you can borrow and infuse into what you do and some yeah you're right it's like eh, that, that's not Ellensburg and, right and that's okay right we don't have to you know copycat everything but eyes are always open to every layer of how are you organized do you have a general manager or not do you have you know how do you run your tickets do you sell year round or not I mean there's all kinds of aspects of just picking people's brain about how, what works for you and how does it how wow <laughs> how does that work we're thirsty <laughs> so, so yeah uh, we you know beyond just the excitement and connecting with your network and your camaraderie it is also really trying to it's a puzzle you're looking at what do they do that works for them and how can we borrow or steal some of those ideas and there are you know as rodeo tries to stay modern and strives to, tries to stay connected to the younger audience right that's a challenge let's be right. honest right we if we do what we did 20 years ago we won't be around in another five or ten years right it's our job to stay relevant. And while we want to hold dear to some core values and some traditions, we absolutely need to figure out how do you connect with that millennial that's got their face in a phone. <laughs> like Carrie does right now. Like, like Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so those are little He's things. He's far like, from a millennial. Well, <laughs> but, but hey, I'm good turn, point. 28 right? next week. When yeah. you go to a rodeo good and, point, though. and they're doing something on their <laughs> video board about texting an answer to something that the, that the PA just came across the PA. Right. Or... Uh, and I know the Cowboy Channel is working on some of these things. How do you encourage folks that are in the stands to judge the score of the bronc ride they just saw? Yeah. And assimilate the average score and put it up on the bo- scoreboard and compare. Keep them involved. But it's all about fan engagement. And so how do you use technology? And so those are always things that you got an eye out for. Is, hey, what's the industry trying to do? How are they doing it in Cheyenne? Although they're going to try that at Santa Fe next year. Okay, let's see how that goes, right? I never even thought about that. So th- John, I mean, you've seen a lot of rodeos. If you're there as a judge, how would you judge that horse or bronc rider? I mean, I mean, it's it's a good point. I mean, my every single ride, I'm either looking at looking to my wife or looking to my daughters and saying eighty-two. <laughs> I'm going to say eighty-three. And how do you come to that conclusion? You've seen enough. So I, I mean, this would have been my 21st Ellensburg Rodeo coming mm-hmm. up, and yeah. I've never missed a slack. I've never missed mm-hmm. a perf, and and right. uh, and then all the other ones, and and the high schools, and the junior high rodeos, and the college rodeo. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I still, I'm still learning. Like, oh, I get it. Because every once in a while, my 83 is a 75. <laughs> or my 77 sure. is a 89. Yeah. And uh, um, so I, 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 that's part of the fun of rodeo is just the the unknown. I guess it's an unknown if somebody's going to do a suicide squeeze or somebody's going to do an alley-oop or, mm-hmm. or a draw play in, in football. But I just, I love the, the unknown of is... Um, uh, grated coconut gonna mm-hmm. have a good day or or a bad day? Yep. Is well, they they're they're, they're Sage Kimsey they gonna can. get yeah? Is Sage mm-hmm. gonna get bucked off? Is mm-hmm. Trevor gonna miss or yep. Tough gonna miss? You know, mm-hmm. I just um that, that that to me is is just I I just I just love it. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, but it just goes to show just the you know. And it's hard for me to look at that perspective, even though I have a, a, a 12 and a 15-year-old who look at things differently than me, my daughters. But you're right. I mean, 
rodeo. I remember my first, I still do remember my first Ellensburg rodeo. And I'm thinking, you're right. That no way could that survive um, in 2020 and 2021. And, you know, just the, the, at the interaction of the Western village. Yep. I didn't know I was missing that until it came. Right. Right. Or just the, the, the size of the arena being smaller with the gold buckle compared to what it was. I'm right. thinking, the, Oh, that actually makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> right. Who you know? thought, right. Yeah. Who I knows? missed the track, but I missed the, it makes the arena still huge, but it's a little bit more intimate with right. the gold buckle room. Right. And, uh, yep. Thankfully, you guys know what you're doing because I have no idea what the heck. I I just you know, know as a fan what I like. And, and sure. uh, I just hope from a fan perspective and from a, you know, media rodeo columnist perspective that I have that uh, the accessibility is, is still there. Um, I got to tip my hat to to uh, the top hands who, I mean, I'm, I that's another thing that's going to hit me on Monday, yeah. the, the Monday finale of – if just the camaraderie I have with the top hands, knowing that they know that they got to get those guys to the sponsor room for their meet and greets and pictures, but they know I'm going to, during my interview, I'm going to be walking (laughs) toward the Western village. And, and, uh, that part, I just missed a lot. That's just fun. But, uh, but I'll tell you what, just, uh, the, um, uh, the, um, the willingness to accept more coverage of, streaming or or tv or whatever I mean, that wasn't there in 2099 oh, no. um it's it's just amazing how it's changed but really has tried to stay the same in in you know certain elements of, of the rodeo so um yeah you know, gotta, all things that you guys already know I, I gotta share something that's you know so you you know you guys are local locals in a sense you know and they, and I was an outsider I'm a guy that moved here from White Swan yes I'm willing to admit that you know <laughs> go Cougs yeah yeah but we we is, we beat them yotes is White for Swan quite, in the state of Washington quite, or is yeah, that down in Oregon somewhere <laughs> I don't know you know Kid Kid Towns was a little fear you know they 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 didn't like us but. I, I haven't lost to them yet. Really? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't playing. I didn't know they had an accident. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I, 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 Lights I, and everything. I, I, I do want to share something. I moved uh, here in, in 97. I went to, you know, White Swan to Wazoo to, to here and, and uh, didn't know a, a single person in this community. Didn't know anybody. I just decided to move here because I always liked Ellensburg. It's like there's cattle town, you know, my, my type of people in a sense. And so I started helping uh, Eldon Weinbach. Since it's passed, oh, yeah. I helped him in the in the shoots, uh, you know, the roping shoots, and helped him for probably. His son Chris is doing it now. His son yeah. Chris is doing out that heritage. Right. So helped him. I don't know five or six years, and you know they never knew if I was going to show up or not because we had fun the night before. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> like, sleep surprise. This is a cliff thing. They understood, you know, but you know, so you know, one year we uh, nineteen ninety nine, uh, uh, I was selling. John Deere equipment, you know, we uh, ran a backhoe through the parade, uh, doing a little promotion, and I thought it was a really good idea at the time, but, and, uh, and we, we had a, <laughs> you might want to screen this part out, but it okay. was funny, because I just actually found this on YouTube, so I didn't even, it was on there, so we had that story of clowns that were parked right behind, behind us on the lineup, and they put us on the end of the parade, bad idea, but, <laughs> so, you know, I thought a good idea, though, you know, a clown in the, the, backhoe bucket and then i'd swing them through the the parade to hand out balloons you know to the little the little kids well he had one of his little clown buddies that was on like one of them big tricycle things you know the i don't know they're about four foot high yeah and he was like riding around and well i was swinging the bucket and hit the guy on the tri bike and launched him into the into the fan zone and and uh, I think Brent Hubert was in charge. I w- I'm not on the rodeo board at that time, obviously. <laughs> so Brent Hubert, who was on the bo- rodeo board at that time, said, you know, you know, you might want to tone down a, b- a bit. You know? <laughs> so who would have known X amount of years later, uh, my first year on the board, I was in charge of the parade. I'm like, so, you know, from a guy that, like, probably, you know. But, Almost but, got kicked out of the parade. Yeah, yeah. you know, you know, very much – Deservingly, and then the next year, I think we had bobcats, and we were doing some uh, fun stuff with some bobcats. I don't know if you guys remember what that. Could but what could Cl- go wrong? You know, Cliff was in, inside one of them bobcats. Uh, John Blackmore and Mike. But you know, you you think about 
you know, what, you know, as an outsider coming in, they know a soul, you know, and, and the friendships of, you know, we've made, you know, and uh, since 1997, I appreciate that, you know, and, they, and it, it's been because of rodeo and uh, the parade and the whole event of Labor Day weekend. I mean, yeah. I, I can tell you guys. 100%. More stories of Labor Day than we, we care to <laughs> we talk to about. Delete but, and right. delete a bunch of stuff. That'll <laughs> be on right. the, the Uber reel. Where's our mute, mute button? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you you tie that all together, and it's about you know bringing bringing everybody back together, and uh, that that's what it does. I mean, you know, the wife side of the family they have a specific spot that they sit on the parade every year. Sure. Yep. I don't know where they're going to be this year. You know that that's the sad part about it. But yep. you know it's like. Okay, we're we're gonna wrap this baby up next year. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll double deck it. You know, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's that's the one thing that's kind of keeping me going. You know, yeah. is the fact that and you have to do that. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially now, because it'll just eat you. When that no. yeah, when that video came out, and maybe it was the same as you, because you guys were in it no. from a. I won't. I don't even want to say daily basis. From a minute by minute basis of, you know, you could kind of see it coming with just the domino effect of things, but. Man, it's still, mm-hmm. oh, it was still a shock. Yeah. And even though you guys were the ones making the decision, I got to imagine you were shocked that. Mm-hmm. When, when it finally hit, uh, I think several of us, and we had a, I mean, a, what do you call it, aha moment? Maybe mm-hmm. you're like, this happened, yep. you know, and, uh, you know, since what, 1944? Yeah, and none of us were around there, you know? So, yeah. I mean, or was it supposed to be the third time it's canceled? Twenty, you know, and because so. uh, yep. of World War Two, so we're being compared to World War Two as a closing, you know, yeah, to close us. Like, yeah, that's a lot, right? That's a lot. We're compared to we're being compared to a war to close this rodeo. That's a lot mm-hmm. to take, and uh, so you know, we, there's a couple of us who just went and had a had a beer and just to unwind and absorb this, but you know, because. Uh, we, we we got that emotion and feeling that all of you guys have of of okay. I've sat at that spot for how many years, right. and uh, we feel that. I can tell you, every every one of mm-hmm. us feels that. Yep, you know, and uh, but you know what? For next year, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully ramp it up for you and make that feeling that that much better. So hundred percent. Well, Labor Day weekend can never come soon enough for me, but definitely it, it's the the it's uh, the volume is up high on on that <laughs> feeling even yeah. more. Right. Yep. So, um, as long as the ones that are still able to pull it off um, for whatever reasons, um, as long as those are still on streaming or on TV and stuff like that, that will that will at least whet my appetite just mm-hmm. just enough, mm-hmm. just enough. So I think a uh, Carrie Cliff blooper reel episode come Labor Day weekends a, a must. That, <laughs> that's a, that's a must. The, just that's the a tip must. of the stories. Yeah, <laughs> and we have to we have to we have to film that because yeah. it's <laughs> Carrie's stories and Brian <laughs> realizing that two seconds beforehand. Because if you watch every time he started talking, Brian was like, "Well, we were not filming this." But <laughs> like, Brian's shaking his head, well, wiping he his brow. Yeah. I mean, rolling we his all eye. have on the board, right? We have our kind of our roster of duties, right? <laughs> Things that we're responsible <laughs> mm-hmm. for, right? And we get down to the bottom, and then in a little footnote, it's always like, oh, yeah, you got to babysit Cliff. It's like, what the heck? Mm. I don't know, I get stuck with the short straw yeah. every time. Yeah. We're here to ramp up the price. I know it's not That's just right. you. I know it's not just you. <laughs> you know, so, I, yeah. I was asked at one point at the spring, Springwood party to, to leave. I'll just leave it at that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah that was before huh. I was on the board. But, yeah. you know, guess who's in charge of it now? But yeah. it, it, And, uh, you know, we ramped her up, baby. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's, it's bigger than ever. We. We we blew the walls off of spring with two year uh, you know year before last on the last outing and right. with the dueling pianos yeah. uh, and Katie Wade and you know that was a tribute to the barn of Springwood that's oh, been yeah. with us for thirty some years mm-hmm. right as a right. Springwood party and thank goodness we have the Sweetwater uh, venue now it's actually it was up They're there last now. night yeah. and the poster in the ground yep nice. the yep. poster in the ground heck yeah so we're we're gonna blow the we're gonna blow the walls off that one. It'll be so fun. let me tell you, there's some, and we get, you know, next year we have on that event we got uh, Wade Jennings. Oh. He's even agreed to come back. Yeah, so sweet, that's gonna be an awesome know, for people that are out of town. 
And it's hard to explain, you know, way opening last year for Russell Dickerson. And after he got done, he goes, he says, uh, you know, I don't know if people know this, but, you know, his band was uh, David Allen Coe's band. So the original band. Right. After they got done playing, they go, this is our type of people. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, how, why why wouldn't they be? (laughs) There's actually areas in the country that don't don't accept them. I'm like, really? I mean, Waylon, Waylon and, you know, David Allen Cole, how, how could you not like that music? And they love Ellensburg so much that they wanted to come back. They, you just, yep. we want to come back. And so that shows you what our community is about. That that made them feel welcome from New Jersey. Right, right. To come back. Right. That, that's epic. To me, that shows that uh, the community and the board is doing something right if, if the talent that you recruit says, you know what, you don't have to recruit me anymore. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I want to come. Right, right now, we have, you would not believe <laughs> the, the, the people that want to come here and, and play. And it's not about the music, but the music ties in to the whole event. Yeah. The, 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 you know, when you're coming to Ellensburg Rodeo, what, what, are, what are you seeking as, as a you know, person that's bought a ticket? You want that whole aspect. You right. want that whole feel. I want, I want to feel that parade, mm-hmm. nine o'clock on Saturday morning to uh, one hundred thirty entries coming down to, right. you know, at twelve forty-five hitting off on the the rodeo. I, in that behind the shoots experience, and then extreme bulls. I mean, mm-hmm. that whole feeling. Can you you name an entertainment industry that could throw that much at you? If right. you could, in one day. If you could bottle that up and replicate it and sell no. it, you'd be billionaire. Oh, right, right, right. right. And, and a, NFL can't do you, that. You can't do that, right? No. It is special and unique, and it just kind of comes together for a brief moment once mm. a year, and that's what's, you know. What's Sat- Saturday, there's nobody in sports that could do what we do well, to give you that experience. I'll, I'll, I, I understand why they call it this. So, And, and I, I'm going to reference the NFR, but I'm going to apply it to the Ellensburg Rodeo. They always call the NFR like the Super Bowl of Rodeo. And I've, mm-hmm. I've, I understand why they called it that, and I understand, uh, but I'll, I'll make it to, you know, specific local to Ellensburg is that really does it an injustice. I mean, everybody knows what the Super Bowl is, so you can re- equate the the um, the bigness of it. Gosh, I wish I could say something better than that. But uh, um, the grandeur, the the there you go. Thank you, thank you. Um, Big words, but uh, um, that's an SAT word right there. Yeah. So, but it always to me that just is an injustice to really what it what it means. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I talk about like. Hadley and and uh, well now just Randy uh, Hadley and Randy keeping Caldwell in in the palm of their hands. I mean, to watch Justin and JJ and the fiery X of Extreme Bulls. And oh, man. well, you mentioned the Extreme Bulls, right? The, uh, the the Extreme Bulls director called me six seven weeks ago. Now we started this kind of weekly dialogue through this whole COVID thing, and they had some Extreme Bulls down in Oklahoma here, and he goes, Brian. At the end of the Extreme Bulls, all these bull riders got together, and there's only one question on their mind. Is Ellensburg going to happen? Is Ellensburg going to happen? What's going on with Ellensburg? And he called me the next morning going, Brian, all the guys want to know you guys are still in the game. You're going to have it. I said, and at that time, I'm like, we're still in the game. Yeah. We're working on it. We think we can do it. Yep. I mean, no guarantees, but we think we can do it. That's when we still had a lot of hope and a lot right. of energy. Yeah. And yeah, so – but that, yeah, it just shows you that even all elements of the industry and the and the contestants and those cowboys they love it in Ellensburg. Yeah. It's special for them. Yeah, it, it it's pretty amazing. And you know, not lost to me also is is uh, again this is not a political statement, but just the the respect for God and country. Uh, oh yeah, uh, of of rodeo the the respect for your your neighbor um, in rodeo and. Uh, those are the little things that I know I'm going to miss, but the realization of it's going to it's going to hit. But I again, I think that again to try to put a positive spin is, I mean, uh, we're we're uh, we're more than a year away from 2021, but 
the the gears have been turning for 2021 and for a while. The good so. news is you get to have us back, you know, in a couple of months. We'll <laughs> right. talk about some new stuff, and then we'll be back in the winter time. We'll talk about, I don't know, Royal Court or something. Well, then. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about what happened even in Vegas. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll give you an update. We'll give you an update uh, on actually, the Vegas trip. Royal Court would be good. That would be our next update. Yeah, yeah. yeah the so, Royal Court. Look so, at how he just immediately changed the subject. <laughs> I've heard some legendary Vegas stories. <laughs> I so, yeah. Yeah. We might need to follow. So, so we don't have to wait a year and a half to talk. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. We'll we'll we won't. We won't. We won't. So, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us, and and you know, it was nice to be able to sit down and have a laugh and a smile. Yeah, actually, all that's gone on. So yeah, thank you. Uh, appreciate thought, everything you guys are doing. I, oh, I mean, I big know, time. I absolutely love sports. Obviously, I love rodeo, but I love all sports, and uh, it's a kind of a unique and eclectic but very special thing that you guys have got started, and it's building some mojo. And I even through the COVID thing, you guys are keeping it alive, and it, it'll get going again here. No time and. Keep up the good work. We're keeping it local, we and I appreciate that. that. So, so just so you know, the sports, uh, you know, he started a badminton club. Out there oh, on, on re, on, uh, come on out! Uh, so, come on out! So you might want to cover that part of, yeah. uh, you know, we'll get it. We'll, epic. we'll do a, a live broadcast. Kerry was out. <laughs> Kerry was out practicing in his pink tutu last night. Yeah. That's why he was wearing the biker shorts. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Very flat. How do you do play-by-play of badminton? badminton? We'll figure out a way. We'll Probably. figure out a way. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Swinging a miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Badminton brought to you by Sorensen Farms. I yeah. think so. Sorry, Eric. Yeah. I apologize for that. <laughs> the image is the worst part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we... Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, John. And thank you, the McGregor Company, for making this happen. And we'll be back again soon with another... Rodeo, Rodeo podcast. podcast. That's right. We'll leave you with a little Austin Jenks. Oh, Take care yeah. of one another. world so big, this town so small If you circle the square, you've seen it all There's no quick fix for a broken heart When everybody knows who you are But I can help you start, just give me a call If you want to ride away I'm Ian McGregor of the McGregor Company. There are so many decisions that are required to produce a successful crop, from selecting the right variety, rotation, nutrition, or crop protection, management is a full-time job. At the McGregor Company, we view our role as that of a partner. It's not about making a sale, it's about producing the best crop to help our customers succeed. What we earn here, we invest here, just as we have for more than 130 years. The McGregor Company, your partner for success.